This is JB McConville, aka J Business. I don't have any allegiance, I'm just looking for the money. You're listening to the DU Football Show. We need some business in our life. We haven't had business around in a while. Yeah. Last whiskey meeting is when we had the business Yeah, that was a long time ago, too. Yeah, the biz is perfect. In fact, you know what? We don't thank him on Patreon enough. we got to thank him on Patreon as well. All right. Eh, let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a completely biased uh, recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I'm your host, Sam Houston. Across the way from me is my co-host, Mr. Samuel Graham, except for we're not talking about the Premier League today. Well, kind of we are. Yeah, but not any but not action. really. Yeah, no, nothing really going on. How you doing? I'm good. Excellent. I have an update on the bug. Okay. Still didn't get it. Okay. Uh, but my wife will appreciate me telling this story. Uh, we go to Mount Laurel to an indoor water park. We take Tegan usually during the winter months for a weekend just to, you know, let her have fun and run around because there isn't a lot to do in the winter. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, one time there was a special needs child, a young kid. Um, I was watching Tegan in the little area. Pool was freezing in this one section. and It had like little basketball hoops and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I have a, there's a mole on my back, Mm -hmm. like would just be above my shorts line, like a little, further up maybe right. two three inches and um this kid came up and was like picking at it <laughs> and i was like stop please like who the fuck are you <laughs> like, did not i'm not just looking around like you know that concern look like i'm i swear i'm not a fucking problem here yeah just, i mean he won't leave me alone we, Help we me. need him to stop yeah. picking at my uh mole place it was very funny his not mom, a bug his mother comes running up and he goes it's he thinks it's a bug like, great, we need to inform yeah. him it's not. Keep and when I just killed that, well, tried to kill that fly, I did get confused by my own mole in my hand. Oh, well done, well done. So, we'll tie in. Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Absolutely. It's dufootballshow at gmail.com to get in touch via email or at dufootballshow on all the social medias. Very good. And uh, that's all of them. So any place you can review, please take a second. If it's YouTube, give a quick subscription. Uh, on the Facebook pages, please uh, please share just those little things. They mean a lot. They help with traction as far as the show goes. And, uh, you know, it's our way of not having to charge any money or go get advertisers like we're able to do this because those things help pay the bills yeah so please take sure. take a second it means a fucking ton um sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep passionate love for all things distilled spirits so as the red-blooded americans we are we've had to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show we continue whiskey advocates top 20 of 2021 and mr graham this time 
It's a unicorn bottle. Yes, it is. Made the list. Please tell everybody about this lovely whiskey. Absolutely. It is the old Fitzgerald, 11 year old, uh, bottled and bond. Um, so bottle and bond, as we've discussed before, comes in at a hundred proof always, uh, minimum of four years old. Um, and has a lot more government oversight than regular stuff. We've this talked is about bottle and bond before. Also, the specific fall release as well. This right. is the bottle that is on the list. Yes. When they sometimes have batches and stuff like that. So, uh, so uh, this uh, Whiskey Advocate write-up comes from Ted Simmons from their tasting panel. Um, this is a straight bourbon. They rated it 92 points. Uh, and they say it costs around 110 which is probably what regular retail would be. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a unicorn bottle. You will be charged more than that. Yep. Yep, uh, I paid two. You were charged more than that. <laughs> I, I paid I paid two, and that was a friend price. Right, that was a friend price. So, Mr. <laughs> like, Simmons, so yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't don't be surprised if you see this bottle one three for three hundred dollars on the shelf. Yeah, you will, and people will pay for it. Uh, so, uh, Mr. Simmons of the Advocate writes: released twice annually with varying age statements, but consistent quality. There is a subtle fruity sweetness on the nose with notes of fresh strawberries, dried orange slices, and apricots. Uh, apricots I did get for sure. Raspberry syrup and sweet tea alongside dried herbs and country thyme lemonade. We used to drink that a lot as kids. Mm-hmm. Um, that interplay of tart and sweet carries over to the palate with cooked berries, tangy citrus, and a soft, inviting texture. The finish is mouth-coating and has good depth. With zesty notes throughout, this hits its mark well. Um... I cannot drink this wine, uh, this, uh, sorry, not wine, this whiskey with an ice cube. Because if I do, I will drink the entire fucking bottle. Yeah. The 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 ice cube really opened it up nicely. Like you you had said, what was your first impression of the first sip when you would have it neat? First sip for me was a little hot. Um, yeah. it, it presented with a, a high level of heat. Um, second sip, oh, neat still, um, during sound check, which you can find at patreon.com. Um was a bit more, as Mel pointed out, kind of butterscotch. It got that sweetness a bit yeah. more, uh, and the heat wasn't so aggressive. Third sip was fucking phenomenal. A lot of the candied fruits did translate, uh, mm-hmm. along with some butterscotch, um, apricots especially. It was it, It's a truly exceptional whiskey. Uh, this is 100% worth the hype. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I get why people overpay for this bottle. I get why it is sought after. I get why people want to have multiple collections of it uh, from multiple seasons. It's phenomenal. It's it very is, good. It is exactly what a bourbon should be. It's it's fucking great. It really is fucking great. It's um, uh, <clears throat> if it wasn't on the list, I would have never spent the money on this bottle. Correct. I am perfectly happy with the money I spent on this bottle. Yeah. And like I said, with an ice cube, um, I can't no. No, because the bottle won't make it. <laughs> the bottle will not make it. Right. Like, this will be the only glass I have. We will save the rest of this for our whiskey show for when our good friends all come over and drink whiskey with us. And it will not be with an ice cube or else I will drink the whole fucking thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. What, what, what do you think, Mel? You, you like? I mean, you've been oh, over there fucking, smiling, grinning ear to ear. It's delicious. Um, you were saying about not having an ice cube. Like, I have one in mine, and it's going to go away quickly. It's it's remarkable. It's like it's butter going good. down your throat. I, I mean, it is so delicious. And that butterscotch back, I'm in love with. I mean, you toss in a little brown sugar in there as well. Mm-hmm. Now, Soft I, and complex. Yeah. Now, now, just to be devil's advocate in that regard. A lot like me. Yeah. <laughs> this is a unicorn bottle. It's worth all the hype. It doesn't need to be on this list. 
It's like duh, obvious. This is one of the best whiskeys. Like you like. Well, I we've we've talked about what the list is meant to be too, right. and why we're all so pissed off about this year. Yeah, they, so, um, I mean, which is funny list. because we actually accomplished this list faster than any than of the like, other lists. Yeah. Because exactly. the first time we did this, there's still bottles we haven't gotten. I'm still looking for them. Yeah. Like that Heaven Hill, Hill, the 19 that list. Yeah. yeah, that Heaven Hill bottle and bond, I still very much want to find that bottle of whiskey. Yeah. Like, very much. Oh. Yeah, I'm with you. But it's... Uh, well, you know who we can call, who's down in Kentucky right now. Oh, he's down there? Fire the old text message up. Yeah, he's yeah. supposed to text me and let me know how much to Venmo him for the peerless. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 I'll shoot him a text and tell him, hey, you know... If you can find this. Heaven Hill bottle and bond, I want it. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if he drove or flew this time. Yeah. I'm not sure. So I don't know how much he's going to be able to get back. Yeah, that's true. Well, and who else he's bringing shit back for? Well, I, I mean, it's you can also fairly easily mail things nowadays, you know, using FedEx right, and stuff like that. We're not like going to recommend that as it's illegal in the state. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> it can be done. It's also, but also typically you're allowed to mail, you're allowed to mail things into the state that you cannot readily get in the state of Maryland. Right. Eh, if you're unable maybe. to get it, you're allowed to mail it. Maybe. Anyway, everybody, remember to use the postal service and drink responsibly. Very good. Cheers, kids. I forgot about that part. It's too busy worrying about how we're going to get sued. (laughs) Everton have a new manager, Sam Graham. Uh, The search search is over, and uh, I think it's a bit surprising, and I don't just want it to be all me. I want it to also be your thoughts as well. Frank Lampard appointed manager of Everton Football Club. Your first reaction. Uh, you're going to be more exciting going forward. Your defense may remain shaky. Yeah. Um, that's how his tenure at Chelsea is remembered by me. Um, players like Antoine Rudiger, or Antonio Rudiger, rather, uh, and a, a couple others were kind of frozen out of the team where now they're excelling. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if he just can't marshal the defense can't set a defense up or what it is but i would be concerned <laughs> as you already have a leaky defense yeah i don't know that he'll improve that um but going forward you should have a, a wonderful time yeah yeah well and then you couple that we'll get into uh, the transfers later but brought in an offensive-minded player as well mm-hmm. to help kind of spur that forward a uh mason mount type player right if, you know yep um Looking at his career as a total as a manager, uh, he did have success, obviously, with Derby County in the two seasons that he managed them. Uh, Did get them to the playoff championship in which they lost. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was to Villa, I believe, right? Yes. It was to Villa when Villa got promoted. Yep. And um, in his first year with no money and sanctions at Chelsea, had a very impressive sixth place playing with a lot of kids. Yep. A lot of kids. Brought Reese James through, mm-hmm. reintroduced Hudson Adoy to the team. Tammy Abraham, Tammy Mason Abraham Mount was still young. Yeah. Mason Mount brought yeah. him through. Yep. Yeah, a lot of young players really excelled under him. And then when they had money, it all fell apart very quickly. So the question is: Is can he get through to bigger name players? Now, in a situation like Everton. While Richarlison and Dominic Calvert-Lewin are big players, they're not, you know, Timo Werner coming over from a powerhouse in Germany kind of situation. Right. I mean, the other piece of that, too, besides the the egos that some of those players may have come with that may have clashed, I'm not so sure Frank was the one that bought them. Mm -hmm. I think it was more of a Roman Abramovich wanted to spend money because he could again Mm -hmm. and maybe didn't buy who Frank wanted him to buy. 
kind of destroyed the chemistry of the team at first. Yeah. yeah. Um. So and I, so that's where I'm not sure how he's going to do. I, I think Mashiri has shown that he will back the manager, mm-hmm. and that he will go get who the manager wants. Right. Um. Regardless of whoever else at the club wants someone else. Right. <laughs> So what I mean it'll it'll be an interesting fit. He's had a little bit of time out of the game now. Maybe, you know, it heard he went to Germany, did a couple of coaching clinics, mm-hmm. went to Spain and did some stuff. So maybe he's learned and and you know, kind of grown as a as a boss anyway. Well, we also both openly talked about it when he did get let go at Chelsea that maybe it was too soon. Yes. You know, that for that was, big of a job, yeah, yeah. That it was probably too soon. This is probably exactly the right job at exactly the right time, I think. Um, Now, that doesn't overlook the more important issue, which is that Rafa stripped the back room before he left. I mean, he he ripped out all the copper pipes and left the building as a shell of itself. Mm -hmm. You know, destroying the physios team, destroying the uh, scouting team, like, just those things hurt. And also, getting the director of football, you know, to quit but it was you threw the you threw out the director of football because at that time Mashiri wasn't going to listen to brands he was only going to listen to Rafa Rafa and even brands said it after the 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 loss in the Merseyside Derby four to one at home he said to the crowd as they were yelling at him he goes it can't all be the players can it it can't all be the players you know right. and and kind of takes the piss out of his own point doesn't it yeah but it's <laughs> I think, well, I think what he's saying at that point, he was saying some of it's the manager's fault, too. Yeah, precisely. But that's the guy I'm backing. It doesn't. No. Make well, not much Brands. Sense. Brands never backed him. Brands never wanted no, it was him. Brands saying that. Brands saying that. Not Mashiri oh, saying that. That was Brands saying that. Got it. I got it. And confused. then Brands was gone, you know? <laughs> right. Because um, let's also let's let's put on magic cap, right? Let's say Madrid does not come calling. Everton still has Luca Digne because he's starting every game at left back under Ancelotti. They still have Hamas Rodriguez. His team's probably sitting in eighth or ninth place comfortably. Not Could doing be. not doing anything great, but it just depends. I mean that obviously, you know, depends upon injuries as well. But yeah, I take your point. More injuries last year. And Carlo got games I, out. Of I would them. argue that they all didn't happen at the same time like they did this year. It was one piece was missing. There was a good fair share of them that happened and all you at can't once. count JPEG. Right, he's only right. played no, no, sixty-two no. minutes in three years. Right, I I wonder I wonder now that Decorey's hurt and there was only one midfielder brought in during the transfer window, I wonder if Frank throws him out there to play defensive midfielder. Because use him not, as a deep lying midfielder. because yeah. Alon can then chase the ball, which is kind of you want kind of want that little maniac to go everywhere mm-hmm. and go after the ball. Yeah. and then you have somebody that can sit in front of those uh, that back four and provide support, pick a pass, and then you got Vanderbeek, you know, trying to create things. I just I just get nervous with what some of the results that he had at the back end at Chelsea. Mm-hmm. That he's not a great man manager, right? Yet, um, and mm-hmm. he froze a bunch of players out. He kind of lost the dressing room, and I just I hope that doesn't happen again because I think in a in a lot of cases Chelsea were saved by the absolute quality that they had, right? Where not saying that your players aren't good, but. They're just two different classes. Yeah, they're lost right now too. They're right. completely lost. So it's just it worries. It's it's a little bit of a worrisome appointment for me. I would have preferred you to get like an Eddie Howe, 
somebody yeah. that has that experience as an established manager. That but it, you weren't getting him. He was well, already, you know. I know he was already yeah. gone, but I'm saying, like, had you done well, a proper bit of business before fucking you hired Rafa, you would have <laughs> yes. you would have looked at somebody like Eddie Howe or Graham Potter or, who's, you know, an up-and-coming coach that is already established that has, still has a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of fresh ideas, and a lot of time ahead of him where, Frank, we still don't really know a lot about it. He mm -hmm. came into Chelsea at a troublesome time, mm -hmm. and then it went south in about 18 months. Right. That can happen at Chelsea very easily. So, yeah, like but for 12 months, it went really well. Like we're saying, there was a, a pundit the other day that said Wayne Rooney, he'll never... Uh, it was actually not a pundit, it was Neil Warnick. Mm -hmm. Said that Wayne Rooney will never have an easier job than he's got right now. And it's not about the job itself, but this job that he has at Derby County has no pressure. Yeah. No one expects him to do anything after being docked 21 points. Right. No one expects him to stay up. No. So there's there's no outside pressure beating down on him and doing this. Your fans are very demanding, as right. are mine. I mean, we forced out somebody that was there for 20-odd years. Right. You know, um, we forced out uh, the 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 the, uh, the Spanish vampire. Right. You know. Who uh, then also promptly won a Europa. A Europa League uh, uh, championship. That's yeah. right. Yep. Oh. So, um it could go very well. It could go very well for a short time. It could go very well for the next five years. It could also fall the fuck apart. Mm. And y'all are already pissed off and cynical. Yeah. No, so, very true. I think we get an immediate result. I think I think I feel optimistic about the remainder of this part of the season. Your um, next eight games are shit. Yeah. You're in I, trouble. Yeah. Uh, it's No, very true. Very true. You got a city, uh, not Liverpool. You already played Liverpool twice, well, right? Well, no, we haven't played Liverpool okay. second five yet. So it's it's like a city, Liverpool. You've got like a, a run of like really shit games. And I think right. you, you open up with like Burnley or something. Well, we have, no, first we have Newcastle. It's Newcastle, that's who it is. We have Newcastle, we have uh, Southampton, and we have uh, Leeds. And then it's City. Right. And then us the week after, yeah. I think. Yeah. And then Liverpool the week after that. I don't know what you're worried about. We beat you already. We'll beat you again. <laughs> There we go. Last time I checked, we we're uh, three on the bump against you. All right. What's the next thing in the room? <laughs> um, oh, yeah. There's no notes. That's right. Yeah. Uh, what are you against, Bella? <laughs> no. no. What do you mean, no? no it happened. Just yeah. no. Just yeah, no. We, 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 we lost to Villa, you know. Um, I have a conspiracy I, I need to challenge on. Okay, go ahead. YouTube. <laughs> Careful. Satire. Sattery. Satire. Sattery. 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 Don't pull this, please. <laughs> Um, so your new coach is Lampard. Right. Uh, Graham? Yes. Isn't that the dude on the scarf directly behind Sam Houston? You know what? Is it? That's Carlisle. But at that match. It is Frankie Lampard right there. What? <laughs> That's right. So how does that play into this whole conspiracy? Is someone sending you messages? Is he deep state? Are you two communicating? Like, I, I, I have questions. Yeah. Patriots. Satire. 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 We, we, we finally have... Um, Didn't realize we was going to use this frame today. We finally have someone to stand with us as a general to help us fight the evil. Because he's been chewed up and spit out by the big six globalists. I heard he came back <laughs> I, I heard he came back seven pounds overweight from his hiatus. Huh? <laughs> like he did every summer at Chelsea. 
He's not worried about forced inoculations and VA. Satire, satire, satire. We're fine. Everyone get the shot, please. It's all real. <laughs> it is totally real. That's not satire. No, that's true. It's the official position of the DU football show. He is. You hear that, YouTube? He is. He is a hero of the people, a voice of reason, <laughs> and is here to save the great Everton Football Club from all the nonsense that you two were up Wait, to. what? How long before he cries in a press conference? Had fr- already had Frank on the blower, told him what's up. He knows. He's he's watching both of you right now. Look at it his actually, eyes. actually is a little creepy. He's looking honest. right at you because yeah. he knows the fucking chicanery you're up to. It's a little creepy. Chicanery that you're up to. Remember, patriots, we can't do this alone. Please go to the DU Drip Shack and support freedom. Support <laughs> patriotism. Link in our bios. They may have already gotten me. They tried to blind me. They're definitely going to kill me. We know that's going to happen. I might. <laughs> You're have to already give this dead, one. aren't you? I'm already dead. In fact, I may just give up. I may just stop doing the show. That's it. I might be done forever. Never do it again. Good, Mel. We can finally do what we want on this show. I know. I'm excited. And it's the only reason why I stay, because I know they <laughs> are trying to silence me. I know they're trying to silence me. It's not us. Me. It's YouTube's algorithm. It's YouTube, <laughs> it's YouTube actually. <laughs> it's not us at all. You I actually prefer the show to stay up. We get you, more, more clicks. You, the Clintons, more views. and Fauci are all working Listen, together don't talk with Young Sid Mun for the children. The children, I tell you. That's weird. I thought he was a fan of George Clinton. You all, you all are all in cohorts He's together no longer down with the to P-Funk. bring me down. Cohorts? Cohorts. cohorts. You're trying to bring me down. No, because we're hurting him. Cahoots, we're cohorts. <laughs> we're cohorters? We're both hurting him. We're cohorts. <laughs> I like his shifty eyes. <laughs> Globalist fake news media, you both are. Satire. I'm reporting satire. you. Both you. Satire. Yes. YouTube satire. Learn it. Hashtag lock him up. All right. So anyway. <laughs> Real quick. Swamp. Oh, wait. That's the wrong side. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, Although. The, we what <laughs> also interviewed for the job? Uh, uh, one Wayne Rudy, who. Um, Apparently, had he was reached out to. He yeah. didn't interview for it. He he just ultimately said, "I want to continue working on what I'm doing here." Also mentioned that he wants to make sure he gets all of his appropriate license, and he doesn't want to be in the Premier League till he's done that. Yep. Um, I think that that's a job he wants to jump at. I think he just wants to go there when it's the right time. Correct. I think he visions himself a Howard Kendall. Goes back and leads the team to glory. I think it is a sensible move. I think it's a responsible move. I mm-hmm. think it's something that um, will probably, as long as Mashiri is alive, damn him to never have it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> responsible? Yeah. Fuck that. Uh, <laughs> Victor Pereira was another, which that one I was very nervous about. Now, that was a strange one. He went on a bit of like a like a book signing tour after that. He did yeah. like a, a, press tour, a press junket uh, <laughs> like he was promoting a new movie. He, Which I've never seen for a job interview by anyone. If I'm correct, he got fired twice by Watford, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I, so. No, no, that's not the coach we need. <laughs> so that That's enough to look at the resume and go, oh, Watford hired you and fired you. Well, they fire everybody. Well, they hired you back and they fired you again. That's, that's telling me it's That's telling me it's 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 you, not them. That it is definitely you and not them. I invented um, it's not you, it's me. Uh Dunk uh Dunk also did um interview Now this for the is job. the pro- this is the problem I have here. Uh Dunk did interview for the job and uh uh unfortunately was not considered. I still kind of stand by the I mean, I want my current manager to be successful. Right. And I'm 
fully behind Frank to do the job, just like I was with Rafa until Rafa decided to fucking rip everything apart because he knew better. I think it was Rafa's audacity that I fucking hated the most about him. Well, th this um, is the part that I don't <laughs> like so far about Frank Lampard. Yeah. So Frank Lampard yeah. offered Big Dunk, apparently, to be the free kicks coach. Yeah. It's kind of a fuck you, get out. Yeah, it is. It is. The last good thing about Everton, especially from a neutral's point of view, was Duncan Ferguson. True, um, but we've also both said Duncan needs to go coach someplace else before he coaches here. I've never said that. <laughs> you have said that, and I have said that. Um, uh, and apparently, Dunk is uh, in consideration for the Sunderland job. So, I it's, don't go there. It's, go somewhere else. <laughs> You know what? That's the kind of blue-collar town. They'll fucking love him. They'll love him. Yeah, but that's the problem is he might never leave. No, he will. He'll eventually come back. Dunk will be on our sidelines. He will be again. It's, 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 I, but I do think he needs to go learn. Now, I don't like the fact that they based it basically all off of the game against Villa. The game against Villa was not about any type of scoreline or how you manage the game it was all about heart and performance yeah you needed absolutely. to make you the, even in a loss you got exactly what you wanted out of that everton squad and that fan base that day you wanted a renewed energy of giving a fuck yeah which you got and the in and for dunk mission accomplished you did exactly what needed to be done um i'm with you i mean two champions win winning managers were good enough to go that guy should probably be my assistant manager my assistant head coach yeah and you know frank isn't you know but uh makes me wonder what's going to happen with leighton baines is he going to go back to the u23s or is he going to be moved on as well i hope not because i mean for leighton the only reason why he's doing he it should is be the fucking free kicks coach yeah exactly he want a free kicks coach yeah <laughs> you want anything, to talk about Duncan ferguson should be the strength and conditioning coach i mean <laughs> I'd I'd put Leighton in the top five all time of uh, free kick takers. I mean, it's, I mean, everybody obviously at Everton or ever uh, uh, in the Premier League. I mean, it, at Everton, he's number one with a bullet. He's number one. No, you're, you're nuts. Cristiano Ronaldo, Thierry Henry, mm -hmm. David Beckham, mm -hmm. Ryan Giggs, Leighton Baines. No, I'd put Leighton Surely Baines right not. up there. Surely not. You, Absolutely. You James Ward Prowse. I'd say Baines was better than Prowse. What? Mm hmm Fuck off. <laughs> this is something I'd fight you over. Okay. There's um, no way. The How many free kick goals did he score? He is second most goals from a defender in Premier League history. I would say, I think it was like 30-some-odd goals. Probably 20 of them were free kicks. No, because he took pens. There's no way 20 of them were free kicks. He took penalties. But, but the bigger number, and remember... Free kicks aren't just about the the number you put in the back of the net. It's the number. I, know, I understand. It's the number that. your team puts in the back of the net, and he was the he is the all time leading assist man in the Premier League for defenders. And I guarantee you, the bulk of his assist corners and sets. Uh, maybe I put I him in the top five. top five. I put him in the top five. Absolutely I don't think he's top five. Absolutely top five. Where do you think Everton finishes up for for the remainder of this season? Where do you think they are? Comfortably twelfth. That is exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Comfortably 12th. I figure I they get a few wins here. Steady ship. Probably get your ass spanked by uh, by City, mm -hmm. you know. Then pull off the shocking six-pointer against Arsenal so I can continue to laugh at you. Um, probably lose the second leg of the uh, of the derby, but at least do it in more 
you know, heroic fashion. Yeah. You know, lose one nothing late at Anfield kind of thing. You know what I fancy? And and I there's no real good reason because the first game he's going to be on the bench is the tournament. I now fancy an FA Cup run. Okay. Like if you get past get past yeah. Brentford, you know, I could see them getting themselves to a semi. You know, one piece of feel good news mm-hmm. I will uh, bring up. Excuse me, even though we're not doing a transfer recap, is Brentford signing Christian Eriksen? We're about to go into that in the next segment. Oh, I don't have any notes. Sorry. <laughs> and I wonder who that idea was. <laughs> I got all the confidence in you, killer. Go fucking get him. Hey, I hit my cue. That is not a, that is a mute button moment. That was me speaking aloud, not looking for a fucking answer. Uh, Obviously, we're not going to get into the drunken transfer recap because Mr. Graham is clearly not intoxicated enough, and I like to have him do that from his home so he could be right, proper pissed. But the transfer window did close today, and I think it is worth talking about. Sam, way to steal the thunder, uh, but... uh, one of the biggest stories, uh, just just as far as a feel-good stories goes, is uh, one Mr. Christian Eriksen back in the Premier League after the horrible heart attack that he suffered. Technically, was was technically dead for a moment on the pitch, I believe. Yeah, like <laughs> at, at Europe, potentially like a couple of minutes in Denmark's opening match <clears throat> against Finland. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, died right there in front of all of us. Uh, just collapsed. Ayer, the. Uh, Danish captain, as well as uh, the rest of the team protecting his privacy. Uh, but Ayer was there near him and um, apparently kept him alive long enough. He started CPR, basically. Right. Uh, until the team medical staff got there, we all just kind of watched in horror as our safe space was fucking invaded <clears throat> by uh, by death, um, which is always uncomfortable. But um, his contract was canceled at Inter. Uh, mm-hmm. Reason being is he had a pacemaker installed, and in Italy you cannot play in Serie A with a pacemaker. Okay. Um. So his contract was canceled. He didn't receive a payout. Inter didn't receive compensation. Just is what it is. Um. So he's been without a club for seven months. Brentford, uh, who have a large Danish contingent, uh, decided to sign him. Yeah. And apparently he's pretty fit still he's been working on his own uh since being without a club i mean he's obviously going to be monitored very closely there's going to be he's not going to be expected to do a lot but at least at first yeah but I he's mean, still you know he's the, was he, he's a danish international he was a captain of a top six club before yep um he is a you know was it inter once uh, one Serie A? did they win they won uh, Europa this past year, right? Uh, maybe. <clears throat> I think they did. I think they did. Um, I'm not positive. Forgive me for not knowing. But but he's, th- simply put, I don't remember. since leaving Tottenham, he's won some trophies. Because <laughs> right. you don't win any trophies at Tottenham. Correct. Um, I saw another really funny <laughs> one. Um, guy picks up a lamp, rubs it, magic fairy comes out, mm-hmm. and, sa- and said... Um, uh, all right, I'm allowed to grant you a couple of wishes. What What do you want? I want to live for fucking ever. He's like, sorry, I can't grant those types of witches, uh, wishes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't, you know, fairies don't do that. It's like a genie thing. Mm-hmm. And then a guy goes, all right, I want to be able to live. I I want the ability to live until Tottenham win a trophy. And the fairy responded, you crafty cunt. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, living forever. Very funny. 
fabulous. Good, yeah. He can he could certainly offer he's he's a set piece expert. Um can certainly offer help there for Absolutely. Pay, eye for a pass. Yeah. Um it's, and he, he does not necessarily pressing, quote unquote, but he does defend from the front fairly well. Um he's never gonna, you know, bust a gut to do something, but he will uh, he will, you know, attempt to take the ball off somebody, put unlike him, like Ronaldo and put him, some of them. Put him behind, <laughs> put him behind, uh, um, Ivan Tony and um, Mbappe, and just Embuemo. Embuemo, sorry, yeah, Mbappe is for PSG. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> Embuemo. My apologies, and just pick passes to those two. Mm-hmm. They're both going to finish. They're going to finish. So now instead of hoofing it up top, you can play that mid-range ball and let him pick a pass. Yeah, He's, you you also now have a, a third option to play through the middle, where really it was the guys on the outsides that were pumping the balls into the box. Yeah, it was a bit more helter skelter, is a bit more high press and high pressure. Um, I don't expect him to step right into the team. No, he's going to play um, very limited, but he yeah. but he'll help. He'll help absolutely, hundred percent. I think I think a move like that helps you keep yourself secure. I think that helps keep yeah, Brentford for sure. up. I really do. <coughs> Excuse me, it's definitely a positive <coughs> signing. Yeah, well, sure. and the, this the story as well as uh, as uh, our boy had posted it um, during um, the the Euros. Uh, the beard was over here, and he brought Rob along to watch um, to watch yes. the match with me. And he and I were just sitting there talking. We didn't even see him go down. It was just we're talking, we're having a cigar, and you know, just kind of half paying attention. And it was like a crowd of people around him, and it was like, what the fuck just happened? And like you said, it was like just the real world entered our safe space in that moment you're just you know what the fuck is happening yeah i mean diving into football is the way we get away from that shit right (laughs) you know precisely uh from bills from work from death from all of it and for for that to happen and i i told you i i thought you know that spoke about a couple weeks uh last week or week before about the african cup of nations game where eight people lost their lives outside Mm -hmm. the stadium and some of the shortcomings of the African Federation, um, you know, and, and and we'll get into that in the third segment when we talk about uh, Estados Unidos. We'll talk about all international all stuff right. there. So, but transfers just, here. But just what I'm saying is, is like oh. just that invading our safe space. That you know, how many cardiac arrests have we seen this season in mm-hmm. the stands that have delayed games six, seven, eight, nine, twelve minutes? Right. You know, while while those fans receive medical attention, it's just like man, fuck. Let these people enjoy their day out. Right, you know, yeah. it, it just it it sucks <laughs> when that kind of stuff happens, and the the ones in the stands are a little desensitized too because you don't see it. Yeah, you just hear about it by, from the commentators. We watched him fall over. I mean, we saw it. It mm. was traumatic, um, and just it it terrible. Um, Seeing the pictures of his girlfriend or, or wife on the on the side, crying, being consoled by the captain. Uh, uh, after the medical team had arrived to, right. to his body, I mean that, that the captain was one of the heroes of the day, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Ier, Ier yeah. where you know he was dealt with immediate life saving, you know medical attention. When the professional showed up, he went over, found the the wife, consoled her. He was getting Told his teammates together. Yeah. yeah, he was getting his teammates together to provide the blanket of privacy. Right. The I mean he was all over the place. Yeah, it was yeah. amazing. Um, moving on to more uh, signings, uh, Everton uh, decide to get the lone man at uh, the the lone man on an island at Manchester United, uh, Donny Vanderbeek, on a season for the remainder of the season alone to uh, fill in on the midfield, which they desperately need, considering Delph and Decorey are both hurt again. So, right. Uh, the one interesting to talk thing to talk about in that is. 
Everton's picking up all the pay, all the wages. They're picking up 100% of but his wages. But there's no loan fee. Is uh, that right? No, and they're picking up the loan fee. So in the world of financial fair play, that's a lot of salary you just put on the books. Yeah. For, for a half a season. Now... We got rid of Luca Dini, so you could probably afford it. <laughs> um, I will say, thank you, Rafa. It's the it's <laughs> thanks, oh Rafa. Yeah, thanks, thanks, oh, Rafa. <laughs> the I, I feel like it's the player that they kind of need, considering uh, obviously Sigurdsson has Sigurdsson problems, and um, and then Hamez just decided, ah, I don't like Rafa. I don't want to fucking play. Just, just sell, sell me to some place in Dubai where I won't play there either. But I'll get lots of Instagram photos of me eating fancy dinners. Yeah, <laughs> go to this Salt Bay's restaurant. This, this suits me. This suits yeah. me. And so, honestly, that that pass making playmaker in the middle of the pitch is something that they have desperately needed. Yeah, and you can use him as a deep lying midfielder, right. deep, a, a deep lying playmaker yeah. as well. Um, hopefully, <sighs> you get the Donny Vanderbeek from Ajax. And not the one that was shunned so terribly by Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Yeah, I and I never understood why he just he never even seemed to get the opportunity. Well, that's it. Like he so played it, a little, and he had a, it seems some results. as though. I mean, we talked about this earlier off air, and it was, you know, you kind of get some of those players that get kind of shell shocked, I guess, by England in general. Never truly settle. Don't get given the opportunity to settle. They try to get the fuck out of Dodge as fast as possible. The positive sign is that he would have had to have agreed to this. So he feels as though he has something to prove. Yeah. Which bodes well for you. Whether or not he can prove it is another story because basically he's played four games in two years. Yeah. <laughs> so right. does he still have it? Is he rusty? Is it All of those right. different questions are, are asked. Is it a kind of a canny signing? And could it work out really fucking well? Absolutely. Yeah. 100% it could. Yeah. What what does it become? You just get nervous because he hasn't really fucking played at all yeah. for two years. So how, how can you, how do you know what his form is? We always tend to like to talk about all the signings or when a team doesn't make a signing or something like that. But what we don't talk about is when team, when players refuse transfers. And, uh, you know, that's what he could have done is he could have just gone, nah, fuck I'm not, doing, I'm not signing the contract. Shank Tosin for, for Everton. Uh, turned down six different offer moves right now. And he's like, now nah, I'll just play out the rest of my contract. Uh, I'll, I'll go be a free agent next year. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll just play, I'll just sit on the bench. Well, the, the other thing for them, that's that close to the end of his deal mm -hmm. is, a, is a big thing because if a club's not, we've already seen this, is part of what bankrupted Barcelona. Right. Besides paying high transfer wages. Uh, um, uh, fees rather paying high salaries, paying high salaries for the ones they picked up for free. Yeah, yeah, you know, or ones they were re-signing gave them massive right. increases in pay and all that kind of stuff. What PSG currently did, how they were able to get everybody, they were all free and they gave them five hundred million, five hundred thousand a week. Right. So you, Cheng Tosun goes, I'm still well respected in my country. Yeah. If I go back to Turkey on a free, all them clubs have money. I mean, they're the ones that picked up Mesutozil's wages. Yep. You know, all them clubs have money. Somebody will give me a job. Yep. And I'll probably double my wages because I didn't have to pay a transfer fee. Yeah. So if I just sit here at Everton and train for another six months, fuck it. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. But, I mean, that's that's the kind of shit that a lot happens. Of, a lot of high-stepping going on down that uh, final stretch there for those six months, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't put in a tackle. Yeah. Everything's fine. I will. I wonder with <laughs> – with, uh, here's where if you had a director of football, a director of football would go to that coach and go, 
Mm, let him train with the U23s. Fuck him. Yeah, exactly. Fuck it. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Pierre uh, Emmerich Aubameyang. Yeah, he doesn't even need a. <laughs> he doesn't even need a. Uh, um, he doesn't even need a locker anymore. Fuck it. Like, yeah. Be done with it. Yeah. Um, uh, Mel had a uh, a move away uh, after getting Luca Digne. They uh, Matty Target goes to Newcastle. That was right after they acquired Callum Chambers from Arsenal. Yep. Exactly. Um, Matty Target is the right back. <laughs> If I'm not mistaken, no, correct. he was he the, was a left back. He was the left back. Oh, good for them because uh, Matt Ritchie's a bit older, mm-hmm. so there looks like a, a bit of a succession plan, um, as well uh, as kind of getting somebody off the books a bit, somebody that tended to make mistakes from yeah. time to time. Yeah. He was a good player for them. Don't get me wrong. Right, but when things seemed to go wrong, for me, he was kind of at the center of it. Right, right. And, I mean, it just looks really bad when you get your ass kicked by Romelu Lukaku that bad. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah he Poor Target. He tries. Bless his little cotton socks. <laughs> um, and, of course, um, as you just alluded to, uh, Colin Chambers went to uh, went from Arsenal to Villa on, on a permanent deal. Yeah, perfectly good backup. Everything will be fine. Yeah. Good. Well, and he can play. He can play in the middle and he can play on the outside. So. Yep. If, if he could play a little bit of defensive midfield as well, if necessary, Stevie G wants to go to a three, he can use him in a three. Absolutely, like yeah, yeah. If Douglas Louise goes down again, big deal, right? We've yeah. already talked about that. He can step up into that yeah. role for a game or two. Yeah. Um, what I would say is he's been—it's kind of plagued him throughout his career. He's been terribly inconsistent. So you know, longer than a stretch of two or three games, you're going <laughs> to start to see some of the bad. He parts was of Callum Chambers very consistent when he was at Southampton. Yeah. You know, so maybe it's the get out underneath, get away from the big lights. It could you be. Know, could Absolutely. also help as well. Yeah, yeah. How many times have we seen that happen where somebody went from one of the mid table clubs to a big club, failed miserably, and then went back to a mid table club and thrived? Yep. Like that did just where that that's where they were meant to be the whole time. Um, mm, pardon me, I'm burping in the mic there. My apologies. Uh, I did not see. Did Obama Yang get sent to Barca? I knew there was talk of that online. I have not seen any reports that have finalized that, no. Okay. But they <clears throat> Barcelona did hijack Spurs move for Adama Traore. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Thirty million, which is brilliant. Uh, you well, know it's an obligation to buy for thirty million. Yeah, um, I I think Traore will fit in perfectly fine yeah. in La Liga and probably more suits his style. Yeah, I worry for Serginho Dest a little bit. Yeah, I would agree. Because um, there is a, a talk that he may become a wing back. Yep. Um, Serginho Dest was already kind of not phased out, but kind of made the backup when Danny Alves came back. Yep. Uh, and then because of a few injuries up front, was ended up being deployed as the right-sided of a front three. Um, so maybe Xavi's just trying to move around the team, shake things up a bit, and try to see what clicks, right. if something will click. Right, true. Um, so there's that. Um, and I thought this would be fun. Do you want to hear one of the weirdest clauses in a transfer contract I've ever heard? Please, let's hear it. Uh, Inter Milan acquired a player from Atalanta, I believe, on loan to the end of the season, or 18-month loan deal. But somehow the clause got inserted that if Inter score a goal in a competitive match next season, they're obligated to buy him for $25 million. And it doesn't list the player. It's reported that if Inter score a goal in a competitive match, they are required to pay €25 million Euros 
for this player. They're going to score a goal. Obviously. <laughs> you will buy. It's just stupid. It's just like, who got right, that? Who signed off on Who got that through? Like, just just, just buy them then. Just, right, yeah, just, just buy them. Just write that there's an obligation to buy at the end of the loan for $25 million. Uh, any, uh, there's apparently like some six foot six fucking uh, guy going to Burnley, which he'll fit in perfect as a striker. Yeah. Someone from Wolfsburg. I think that was somebody else at Newcastle, too, was Dan mm. Byrne, I think. Uh, from Brighton? From to Brighton. Wow. I think okay. was another one I heard floating around today. Right. I don't know if it got done. Mm. Next, You'll find out next Thursday, yeah. maybe, if you can understand me. Yeah, very good. <laughs> <laughs> A very quick international recap. Um, first and foremost, uh, AFCON, African Cup of Nations, always kind of have, there's, there's very horrid stories and there's very inspiring stories and then there's just flat out funny stories yes um let's go with bad news first uh so we talked about this um last week a little bit outside of the uh round of 16 game um with cameroon and i forget who it was with the team that only had uh 11 players yes Get, uh, uh, started with a c like cambona oh, the island um yeah. fuck it Cam uh Camaros, Comoros. Comoros, yeah. The uh, Comoros Islands. Um, mad rush outside the stadium to get in and um, stampede, and at least eight people lost their lives. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so a lot is wrong with the African Federation. Yes. Um, and a lot of the things that they – there's, you know, reports of bribery potentially. There's reports of all sorts of nefarious goings shortcomings. I mean military dictators rule a lot of these countries. Why are you not surprised? Yeah. So there's um there's a lot of problems with European federations as well. Don't get oh, yeah. me there's wrong. a lot there's, of bribery that goes on in that. I mean Italy Italy has had its own fair share of multiple gambling and point shaving and situations. Match fixing and all yeah. that kind of shit. With it's players, a, referees and everyone. Yeah. So there's there's a ton of problems with with the african confederation though uh and a lot of it comes down to funding a lot of it mm -hmm. comes you know th those sorts of things um <laughs> on the funny side well first first we do want to mention because we put it in there uh they did lose to cameroon one, uh two to one that was with 10 men because they got their, red captain, the their captain got sent off after seven minutes and and the uh backup left back who played goalie who did what on one of the fast breaks? A one-on-one -on -one fast break. What did he do as a I keeper? I forgot he was the goalkeeper, and he put his hands behind his back as to not give away a handball. <laughs> he like, he did, yes, Mel, he did He did this. He went, huh? Like, hold on, wait, you're the goalie. Had, you can uh, use those appendages. So there's – AFCON's taken a – the tournament has taken a, a strict stance. If you have 11 fit players, you're playing. Doesn't yeah, matter fuck if you, you're a goalkeeper playing. or not. What it, fuck it. Uh, you know and what? I, I I at least appreciate the fact that you took a hard stand on it, and that's how it's going to fucking Yeah, fine. I mean, at least you know the rules. It's not this and, bullshit. That and everyone England's plays doing. on the same rules, so yeah. this could happen to Egypt. them. It, it could, could happen, happen to Egypt. Egypt. Yeah, I don't you know, know why I said it like that. Yeah. Egypt. Yeah, it could happen to anyone. Uh, so, But, yeah, so they had their backup left back was their goalkeeper. Also, fun, uh, besides just an outfield player in goal, five foot seven. Yeah, little guy. Love it. <laughs> we lad. Love everything about it. So great. Uh, so fucking great. Uh, did make a couple good saves. Yeah. Made a double save, but the only reason he had to make the second save was because the first save sucked so bad. <laughs> you lost two to one. To the host nation. And arguably one of the 
best African clubs in the world. Like oh, 100%. as far as like they're they're top five, like yeah. historically. They're they're one of the best. Oh yeah, they're one of the most successful African nations in this tournament. Yeah. In general. Yeah. They just are. Um, they're they're incredible. So very, very funny. Uh that but now the hysterical. So I I don't remember which quarterfinal match yeah. it was. Hey hey Mel, you want to pay attention to this one because you don't know the story. You're gonna love it. This is it's good. So <laughs> uh, I can't remember which quarterfinal it was. I want to say it was the Cameroonian quarterfinal. Okay. That's fine, but it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Press conference. Press conference afterwards. So you know the advertising board is out. Mm -hmm. They're on the on the field. They've got all the microphones set up and the cords coming out and everything. Speakers there, you know, whatever. And uh, just waiting on managers and players to come over and do their press conference. <laughs> Some guy at first. Right, we'll, we'll find out who some guy is. But right now, some ra guy. Rando, Rando. Runs over, grabs all the mics and cords, takes off. Just disconnects everything, runs away. Security starts chasing him. Can't catch him. That's the other brilliant part. <laughs> Couldn't fucking catch the guy. F fuck your microphones. I, I'm out. Deuces. Bye. Report came out later. This is the best. The African Confederation rented the equipment from the guy didn't pay him so he waited for them to set everything up and then right before the shit happened he wasn't paid to, he was like fuck you i'm taking my shit back he pulled a he ray liota and goodfellas shit. yeah can't pay the rent fuck you pay me slow month fuck you pay me you you can't pay me for the microphones for the press conference fuck you pay me he put he pulled an oj he pulled an oj simpson after he got best. out the first time he went back and stole his own memorabilia back he was like fuck that <laughs> Imagine, Mel, we're getting ready to do the show and we had rented the mics from someone and we didn't pay them and they can run it in. They just yeah. take them all and run out. It's like Rob Holmes walks in and just takes the fucking shit and out. Just I'm out. Runs. <laughs> Deuces, fuckers. <laughs> you can't make it up. It, it is, is so fucking brilliant. Fucking brilliant. It's so good. I um, love everything about that story. It's a shame that doesn't happen here in America. Thank you, folks. I'm out. <laughs> now, this shit is so fucking funny. Now, unfortunately, Talking about America, uh, America laid a big old egg yesterday. Yes, that was not good. Two nil lost to Canada. Yep. Wasn't it? Now and it, that sets up the last three or four match. What are we at? Four matches left, right? Uh, yeah, three, yeah, four matches left. We have one against Mexico still. Mm -hmm. One against um, Panama still. Panama away, I think, in it. And Costa Rica still. Yep, but Costa Rica's at home, <clears throat> and Honduras is away on Wednesday. Uh, Panama's at home. Panama's, I'm sorry, so it's Honduras away on Wednesday. Right. And then we've got Panama at home, got Mexico at home. It's no, Mexico, Mexico's away. Mexico, Mexico's away. Mexico away is first, then it's Panama at home, and then it's Costa Rica at home to finish. To finish, yeah. Yeah. So. we got some tough matches in there, man. Should be able to navigate it, right? Like go, go and beat Honduras, and we're sitting comfortable. We really are. Now, the only thing you worry about then is, with those last three games, lose all three and you're in fourth. I think this may be the cleanest, easiest U.S.-Mexico game you ever see if both of us win Wednesday's match. Yeah, just because neither one wants to lose three they, points. They don't want to fuck it up, right. Yeah. So I think this will be the gentleman's agreement. Let's get a draw. Yeah. We both sit two points above whoever's below us no matter yeah. what. Yeah. And they both still play that team. Yeah. And so, uh, Panama, Panama is um, sitting at, I think we're both at 19 and... No, we're at 18. Both of us are 18 because Canada's at 22. Mm -hmm. And they are at um, 
14 because they're four points behind us in Mexico. Right. And we're ahead on Mexico on goal differential. Correct. And um, But top three are the only ones that qualify directly. The fourth right. place team fourth has, has to go to, to that, that playoff, that intercontinental playoff. Which is what you don't want. Correct. So what you want is you want top three. Because I don't and, even remember who we play. <clears throat> who does CONCACAF play in that? Because like the, the Normally fi- Oceania. Sometimes I it's South it was America. Fi- I thought it was the fifth place South American team Somet- played Oceania. Sometimes it's they they mix it up. Sometimes it's Asia, sometimes it's Oceania, okay. sometimes sometimes Asia and Oceania play each other for the last spot. And we and, play South America. Right. Doesn't mm. happen often, but it does happen. Right. Um it it I think what was disheartening was is USA completely had possession of the match, they never had control of the match. Right. Canada knew exactly what they were doing. And credit to Canada, they're sitting 22 points at top of the group. They didn't drop, they didn't get any losses to USA and Mexico. They drew them both in their building and they beat them both in their building. Yep. That's, they're That's a on. Big deal. Oh, it's a yeah. big deal. Very big deal. Well, they did the same thing that Jamaica did. Was they went after English-born dual citizens yep. that weren't getting a look in for England yep. that have lived there and played there their whole lives yep. and are a bit better than Canadian League garbage. Right. MLS isn't great. It's on a rise, but it isn't great. Right. So you you run a homegrown talent is kind of few and far to, yeah. to get. So, it, you know, even people make it off the island in Jamaica's case or make it out of Canada and get a sniff, <clears throat> isn't always great to be honest. So somebody like Mikel Antonio, who was born in England, or or at least moved to England very young, right? Um, as a as a Jamaican and and got dual citizenship, um, is able to to go back and play for 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 his country. But right. he was never going to displace the <clears throat> likes of Harry Kane or you know right. whatever. So why why not do that? And that's a a wonderful way to to kind of pad your lineup a bit. Yeah, agreed. Now. Uh, Fortunately, USA going to play Honduras next. Honduras is currently last place. Um, not something you normally expect. Honduras is normally one of those teams vying for the top four. That never gets there, though. Yeah, they've made a few World Cups. They've made a few. I think they made the last one, in fact. I think they were at the last one. I don't one. think they were at the last one. Then it was the one before that, but they were in one very recently. The last one was Panama. <clears throat> yeah. And not us. Yeah. The Now, the one we got to be, uh, I think it was... Mexico, Costa Rica, Honduras, and Panama that made the last one. Because we didn't. Yeah, I believe that was the case. But anywho, uh, that really doesn't matter. The uh, big thing here is it does look like Costa Rica's on the outside looking in. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, uh, Jamaica losing last night 3-2 to two to Panama now probably find themselves in a f- point where they're not going to get in. Yeah, that, well, they will potentially be the playoff team. I mean, they will. I mean, Jamaica's what it got, looks like. Well, it looks like the playoff team is going to be Panama at fourth place. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but Panama and Jamaica are only separated by a point. No, um, that's uh, Panama and Costa Rica. Oh. Jamaica is behind Costa Rica, and I think they're about four or five points behind okay. now. That's tough. So they're, yeah, they're a tough spot. They pretty much got to run the table. Yeah. Now, good news. They've gotten Canada, USA, and Mexico out of the way. Out of the way, right. So not They're impossible. Only the teams around them are worse than them. Yeah. <clears throat> right. But they also blew it earlier in the week as well. So we'll uh, we'll wait to see. I'm still I'm still very bullish on this uh, American team. Uh, I think the biggest problem is is we have to figure out who the fuck our striker is going to be. Um, yes. Because I I think you know Zardes has got the size, but he's not a f- out and out front man. You know. Yeah. I if we could figure out how to play it 
and I think some of the footballers we have have a chance to play this way, is kind of a rotating false nine yeah. with Pulisic and a few others. We've seen yeah. him be effective in that position for Chelsea when Romelu Lukaku was injured yeah, and then cheated on Chelsea with Inter, whatever that whole situation <laughs> was. <laughs> the um, He doesn't like playing domestic football. He likes playing international football. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. He really is. But we saw him be successful in that role for Chelsea is what I mean. Yeah. We you know, he he played that way for Dortmund a few times, scoring often coming in from the wing, but sometimes being deployed through the middle and, mm. and, and getting goals that way. Um if we can kind of rotate that front three and kind of uh, again, like a false nine, just everybody kinda of in and out and bobbing and weaving and, you know, Beat Bop and scat. How around. much should we start playing Reyna? Because Reyna's not getting a ton of time. I know Reyna's currently injured, but you know that's that's a big one as well. Mm-hmm. I think Reyna and Pulisic on the outsides, you know, kind of rotating around. There's a lot going on. I could tell you this much. There's one thing that's very undeniable. They're not up and coming stars anymore. Adams and McKinney are bona fide fucking stars. Yeah, they are incredible, and you watch them play in the middle of the field in a game where USA look like shit and they're just cruising around people yeah, and moving fo- around. Footballing-wise, they make great, great decisions. Attitude-wise, on the pitch, sometimes they don't. Right. There's been an errant red card in a in a situation <sighs> where we really didn't need somebody sent off. Yeah. Not that that's ever a good thing, but it's just like a late tackle, trying to put themselves about too much. Right. Over the last, I'd say, 18 months or so, they seem to have worked a lot of that out of their game yeah i haven't really heard of a a boneheaded red card recently from either of them no and and we we neglect to realize the success they're having because it's in germany and italy well one of them plays for fucking red bulls one who's one of the top teams in the fucking germany yeah and one of them plays for fucking juve which is the best club in fucking italy like and and they aren't they aren't pieces to that team they are linchpins oh, yeah. to those teams. Absolutely. I mean, he, is, he's keeping Aaron Ramsey out of Juventus's team. Yeah. Yeah. He's been like, fucking remarkable. Absolutely. A little hot headed. You're right. Absolutely. But uh, I'm I'm excited to see. But that, like I said, over the last 18 months, that that maturity has started <clears throat> to show. Yeah. I, I close the thought with this. I have a lot more patience with what this team is becoming than I did right after Klinsman left and it felt like everything was just a fucking mess. Yeah. That's fair. Um, quick anecdote. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juventus is the Richard Nixon of football. Sure money. I think that just needs to be left out there. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. All right. Um, if you know, you know. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> uh, this is the section where we make uh, surefire bets to help you in your betting uh, journey. And... Um, Last week, obviously, we didn't have to make any bets because the weekend, there was Mm -hmm. no action. It was uh, international break. Uh, So this weekend, there was only one Premier League game to bet. Yep. And uh, we decided as as a group to not count this towards our regular shit, uh, but we're just going to do something proppy, weird, and crazy, and fun, and uh, and see what happens all for a shot of a lord on the line, I believe. Yep. Um, So And also, I am going to go to the casino and make this bet. Not going to be for a hundred, but I'm going to put tenor on it. I'm definitely going to make this bet. Nice, yeah. Oh, um, do you want me to go first? We want yeah, to bring you, on. Uh, you, you know what? Why don't we bring in our boy so we at least. Uh... And now 
it's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's Pick of the Week. So that way he can be part of the conversation since he can make fun of my bet and make fun of your bet and yeah, he can fine. make fun of his bet. I do want to say, everybody, real quick, uh, one Miss Kitty will not be placing a bet this week. Uh, regrettably, she has uh, lost one of her sisters. Uh, Gertie Chicken uh, passed away, unfortunately, this weekend. And uh, when Mel went up to the coop, uh, Kitty was just like, nah, 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 brah, need time. Yeah. Let me be. Now she doesn't have it in her, so you know, pour one out for us. I did see, I did see a forty essay nides, and she did pour a little bit out. Nah, bruh. <laughs> That's what you went with. Nah, yeah. bruh. Yeah, exactly. Nah, bruh. Step off. Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, so I'll go with mine first, since that's normally the order we go. You go with that. Yeah, I'm fine. Oh, excellent. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, and we'll all get to this going to the online uh, version. It doesn't let you do as many props as you want to, like on the you can app. At, yeah, at the and it also doesn't have yellow cards and corners and the kind of oddbally shit that you would do at the casino, or else I would totally yes no. I know you're doing noteless, but you didn't even say hi to Pat. I know he's here. He's I said he's going to join us, and okay, he's going to join us. Right Hello. Hey Pat, how it? are you? How's it going in your world? Hi to him. All right, now go on. All right, I, I believe in you until I don't believe in you and Hashtag have to correct you on notes. air. Fucking mute button. Just hit the mute button. <laughs> go away. On Pat? No, you. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Under enough pressure doing this note list. Give me a fucking break here. Um, Sorry, Russ. <clears throat> all right. Anywho. You have to apologize to HR. She's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Russ. <laughs> The, the, the funniest is when I talk to my boss and I'm going to go on a tangent here where I do like, Jesus Christ, fuck, I just took the Lord's name and paid, God damn it, shit, what the fuck? And like, and I just, and I go, I'm done, boss, and I hang up on him because <laughs> nice. boss is a uh, man of faith as well. And his response every time, he goes, good news, you're already forgiven. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just think he enjoys hearing me get flustered and yell a bunch of curses while taking the Lord's name. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, anywho. Again, it was hard to really kind of come up with all the fun proppy stuff. I still managed to make it a three-way uh, parlay for this with a little bit of an odd twist and got good odds. So I'm going to take Burnley to win, but Watford to score first mm. and over two and a half goals. So I've got it at like a two to... I even tried to work in a two to one exact score and it went, can't work that into the bat. Yeah. I'm like, but I'm just saying Watford scores first. I'm saying... Burnley, like it's not anything that I'm, like it's not over betting. I don't think, yeah. But yeah, anyway, no, so anywho, that's what I went with. But the odds on that is plus one thousand one hundred and forty-eight dollars. My good man, I'm gonna need you to do better. Uh, Pat, what do you have, my friend? Hey, what's going on? Hey, yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I kind of wrote in the email. You know how I send you an email of what my bet's gonna be or whatever. That yeah, they don't really like one game parlays. Like it's hard to without all those proppy shit. You know what I mean? Like the corner kicks and the yellow cards, and it's really hard to just do scores on a parlay because if you go just for one outcome, and but you make five parlayed bets all on that one outcome, and that one outcome comes, then the casino. I mean, they're just losing tons of money. Ah, got so, it. So um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I've been gambling I, I would get pissed off when i would try to make like two, just even a, a two parlay on a you know an under for like let's say college basketball you know 
Uh, you think a team's going to come back uh, from the first half, but you also think they're going to have to play some defense, so it's going to be an under, and it would just get rejected all the time, you know, because you're you're kind of betting the same thing, you know what I mean? But you're you're getting you're getting such good odds on that same thing that the casino's like, no, fuck you, like you know, yeah. we're not we're not allowing that. All right, we fair want enough. the odds in our favor, not your favor. <laughs> Sam, this is why we have a degenerate gambler on the show to explain this kind of shit to us. Absolutely. Yeah, but so, like, I mean, I kind of did that, and FanDuel let it, at least they let my five-way parlay go through to where I got to see, like, you know, uh, I mean, I obviously being in Maryland, I couldn't do it online. So, anyways, um, so I have uh, – let me get down here. Um, first, uh, the correct score will be 1 1 at plus 550. Uh, the under at 2.5 goals at minus 124. Watford to win the second half at plus 250. And the correct halftime score of Burnley 1 0 at plus 310. And Burnley to score first at minus 145. We'll pay $100 at $2,120. Nicely and done. I'm going to yeah. need you to do better, too. <clears throat> oh, that was pretty fucking good. Right? I got a two-way. Uh-huh. Because it's an exact score. So uh, I, could, okay. I, I couldn't add in my under <clears throat> two and a half. Um, but I got an ex- I have a uh, one uh, for $2,580. Wow. Oh, <laughs> fucking good. Wadford to win 2-0 uh, and obviously win the first half. So they have to be either 1-0 or 2-0 up at halftime and then either – Win the second half one nil, or fuck all needs to happen. Right, they can't they can't get scored on. They have to win two nothing. But I got new manager bump. Heard, Roy the boy Hodgson. <laughs> Football's wise old owl. Heard, that's how it's gonna work. Huh? That's how it's going. Got it. <laughs> fucking love it. Fucking love it. So right. it fucking five ways. I only got to twenty one hundred dollars. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, I got I got nothing compared to you two, man. I got nothing. <laughs> so how do we determine the uh the, the shot of Malort then? If we all lose, fuck it. <laughs> all right, we all do a shot of Malort. Yeah. If one of us hits, fuck off. Right. If one of us hits, the other two do it. Like let's just figure out that's how it goes, I guess. Love it. Love it. You taking that to the casino, Graham? If I can make it there in time, yes. Yes. I'm I'm going to the casino tomorrow and doing mine. When when are you going to the casino? Like Friday? It would be either Thursday or Friday. Yeah, probably Thursday. Okay. All right. Well, if it's uh, Friday after work, let me know. It, it won't be Friday after work. Because, 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 uh, okay. you know why? Because that degenerate wants somebody to ex, ex to to justify why he's going to be at the fucking poker no, table. I know that. <laughs> yes, but no, my my wife has something to do Friday evening, so I got to be home with the kids. Yeah. You know, also, you know, you do you do that and, uh, and call B Funk because B you know B Funk's a degenerate. Oh yeah. And the good thing about B Funk is B Funk will also then uh, feed you too because he's got enough comp credit at that uh, yeah. casino. Uh, yes, producer Mel, you were giving uh, us a little. We wait. do have a question from our comment from the chat room. Okay, uh, Stat Boy David Geckel says, uh, "Aren't Watford immune to the new manager bumps by now?" No, I mean, yeah, they've gone through enough new managers. That's very true. It hasn't been Roy the Boy though. <laughs> oh, okay, great. Okay. <laughs> Roy the Boy changes everything. Absolutely does. <laughs> there you go. Told you he's a wise old owl. <laughs> he's it. got it. Fucking love it. He's gonna look at this game. He's gonna look at Sean Dyche and go, "Ooh." Who are you? 
Yeah. And he's going to get it done. And then Sean Dyche is going to like pick up earthworms <laughs> and spit them at him. <laughs> he's just going to stand on the side and play the looky-like game. Here you go. You looky like an old man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that does it for this one since Kitty's not betting. R.I.P. Gertie. Pour one out. I'm not actually going to pour it because we're in a room. <laughs> Championship corner! I'm falling. And I can't get up. Oh, no. Also, bye, Pat. Mm -hmm. uh, so, Tuesday. Well, Pat might still be listening. He, he tends to like to stick around. So, Tuesday, uh, there was a lot of things that went on in the old championship. We have another double game week, by the way. Mm -hmm. And things are getting real tight as there's only about 172 games left in the championship. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. they're, they're, they're turning the first turn on the season. <laughs> yeah. This was a great idea to begin with, and then I remembered how many fucking games there were. <laughs> I, like, I don't know why. Well, you don't got to go over all the games. I just hit the highlights. On. Just hit the highlights and uh, oh, where yeah, the standings are. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so the Posh lost, uh, or not lost, but tied Birmingham 2-2, which ends up helping out Darby. Ah, nice. Uh, very good. Yeah, so Coventry beat Stoke as well in a um, battle for the championship clash mm -hmm. uh, on Tuesday. The other ones don't really matter. Uh, well, Nottingham Forest beat Barnsley 3-0, which is pretty good. Uh, Preston North End, though, beat West Brom 2-0. Mm. So they are continuing to slide uh, on Wednesday. Stoke also got held by Huddersfield 1-1 in another mm -hmm. uh, playoff playoff battle. Yeah, because Stoke is right there in the hunt of it all. That's Absolutely, for sure. yep. Uh, Bournemouth back to winning ways, uh, winning 1-0 at Barnsley, but Fulham dropping points to Blackpool, tying 1-1. Uh, Blackburn and Luton. Blackburn also, again, involved in, in right that second, third right, they're right uh, in the spot. Nil-nil uh, with Luton there. Uh, Middlesbrough one 0 over Coventry uh, at the weekend. West Brom then turned around and lost two 0 Millwall. Ooh, not That's good. That's not good at all. Uh, Press North End getting getting a draw uh, as they're starting to climb the table a bit as well. QPR, um, who was right up there, beating Reading four 0 I think Reading have now lost five on the bounce. Yeah, they're the last team uh, in um, the last safe space. Yeah, yeah. Eighteenth. Yeah. Nineteenth. 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 20, 20, or 20th, 21, 22, 23. No, 20th. Yeah. 21, I don't know. Fuck it. I'll do, <laughs> it, I'll, I'll do it when I go over the uh, the thing. Uh, and Peterborough also lost again, to Sheffield. Again, when we talk about PG County education, he says all the time, I'm really good at math. I'm just saying, it's the opposite of, I'll do it live. Yeah. yeah. We're live. I won't do it. <laughs> Fuck it. I'll do it later. <laughs> <laughs> and then... <laughs> Sunday, uh, Fulham drew Blackpool again, dropping points, 1-1. Uh, Bournemouth beat Barnsley, 1-0. Uh, Hull City, 2-0 uh, over Swansea. Is there, you know, right up around there? Stat Boy says 21st. Heard. And 22 through 24 go down. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. That See, was Stat Boy on the, on the fucking job, doing his way, doing his job, man. Doing yeah, so his so job. That still leaves Fulham top on 58 points, five points clear of uh, Blackburn. And Fulham do have a game in hand on them still. Blackburn in second on 53. Bournemouth in third uh, with a game in hand, though, on Blackburn. Uh, they have 52 points. QPR in fourth on 28 games of 51 points. So Blackburn could drop from second to fourth real fucking fast. West Brom all the way down in fifth now, having played the maximum 29 games. Uh, they are on 45 points. Tied with them are Middlesbrough. And tied with them as well are Huddersfield in seventh. Goal differential just um, separating those teams. So West Brom has had a massive slide yeah. uh, in the and last couple I of weeks. If I recall, all the way to 10th is in is in the hunt. Oh, is in touching distance. Absolutely. <laughs> Actually, all the way to 12th, you're at 39 points. Okay. So Very good. still within a shout. 
Uh, and they play what is it forty uh, forty eight games? Yeah. in a season. Yeah. So you're you're still you know just over halfway done. Yeah. Still got a long way to go. Darby are off the bottom still. Barnsley in real trouble. Big time. They're on 14 points so far this season. Yeah. Now, that being said, they have only played 27 games. So they do have two games in hand. Um, Darby are on 28, which doesn't bode well. Peterborough on 27 uh, games. So you have Barnsley at the bottom on 14. Darby in 23rd on 15 points. Peterborough uh, on 20 points in 22nd. And Redding in 22nd place on 20 points. Sorry. And then Reading are in 21st place on 22 points. Yeah. And then it jumps up to Cardiff on 26 points, and they're in 20th place. So you do have Derby with a possibility. They're within a few games. They're on <coughs> even games with Reading, which is good. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, But they do need to make up a seven-point deficit at the moment. I think they can do it. They are 8-12-8 and eight, win, draw, loss. They've gone. Uh, which is absolutely phenomenal. Maybe. Unfortunately for them, they've gone to a lot more draws lately than three points. And what they need to be doing is it's got to be, be wins. Got to be wins. So, I mean, well, that being said, Reading and, and Peterborough are trash. Yeah. And so with 20. Uh, Peterborough is one of the teams that just came up too. So them going back down wouldn't be a surprise. With 20 games left, if they can get nine <laughs> draws yeah. and those two don't win the rest of their games, Darby will find themselves clear of the relegation yeah, zone. True, true. So it's, it's there um, to be had. It really points on the board is all that matters uh, in any way you can get them. But yeah, it would expedite things if they could get a couple of wins. That's for sure. Excellent. Uh, Mel, any questions or comments from the peanut gallery tonight? Um, let's see. Uh, Gekko thinks the uh, Brits need to throw in an ACCA for you guys. I'm assuming that's sort of prop betting things. It was that mm-hmm. segment. Uh, HR said they're tipping for the chicken. And <laughs> uh, Keith Kern, but Burhalter said the USA dominated? They they owned possession. They owned possession. They did not control the game. There you go. Yeah, it's uh, can't. I mean, Burhalter may have said that, but the you watch that match. They wasted a fair amount of chances. Yeah, as well. but like but didn't even get Canada, them on target. Canada knew exactly what yeah. they were doing with them, and they gave them just enough rope to not be able to like they they played them they played them perfectly. That's like watching one of those uh, you know clubs that pack it in and just go okay, we'll wait for our moment. Fuck you, we scored. I mean, basically, Canada Burnley the United States. Yep, and there was never. They never showed any control in the match at all. They just never did. They might have had possession. Possession doesn't equal control of a game. Absolutely true. Yeah. Um, there you go. And right. uh, one more comment. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, from Keith. Sunderland, don't punish yourself. Yeah, well, he's he's, he's, uh, he's a Newcastle guy. No, he's, yeah, but he's so, already got an opinion on that. Well, he's punishing himself as well. He's basically saying just don't join our... Despair. Yeah, don't go up, up to the, don't come to the time where you do you want nothing. There's nothing to see here. There's nothing you want to nothing positive to involve yourself in up here. Absolutely not. All right, that's gonna wrap it up, boys and girls. Sammy, any parting words? Yeah, actually. One more fun news story from the week. The Israeli Premier League, which I'm sure you're well versed in. Oh yeah, I know uh, all about it. There was a player sent off post match because he shook the referee's hand too vigorously. <laughs> Uh, this is a true story. Just, good job. Good job. Yeah. Uh, the referee was overheard as saying he actually hurt my hand. Uh, YouTube, that's called Sattery. No, it, it happened. Yeah, I know. I'm saying. Oh, your was, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, sir, like apparently he was, you know, 
in an episode of Toxic Masculinity, right. was trying to assert his dominance over the referee yep. and actually hurt his hand, and the referee took exception to it and uh, sent him off post-match, and he's now suspended for the next game. <laughs> <laughs> Too fucking funny. Brilliant. Too funny. You cannot make this shit up. Nope, it is cannot. fantastic. All right, boys and girls, that's going to do it. Uh, next up is injury time, where we're going to talk about all the beers that we'd be drinking. We're going to uh, also talk about our adopted clubs, uh, Aki Stanley and uh, and the Ibs, and, of course, uh, our favorite drunk club, Batiste. Yep. And we're going to preview the upcoming fourth round of the FA Cup, which is, much like the third round, still really fucking awesome. Yeah, it is. Sam, should some someone want to check that out? How do they go about doing it? Easily. Uh, Patreon.com backslash do you football show and sign up to our one glorious, beautiful tier, $5 a month, and you will get both of our extra shows, Sound Check and Injury Time, uh, where you will hear our actual sound check, where we just kind of recap our weekends and talk some shit, sometimes do other things. And then in Injury Time, uh, where we preview the upcoming matches, in this case, the FA Cup, and talk about our beers uh, every week. Last week's was really fucking cool. We did a vertical tasting of all four of the previous uh, 2021, 2020, 2019, and 2018 Goose Islands, um, Bourbon Counties, which was a ton of fun to do. And we were blackout drunk by the end of it. Wasn't great. <laughs> we went two hours. It was awesome. Because we were really drunk. It was awesome, but... <laughs> Yeah, I had to stick around and drink some water for and a we bit. We had to re-listen to the last part of Injury Time to figure out what we were talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we went out on three different songs. Well, well. well there was also one where we called it a night. I left out, and then Mel, the we world is a vampire. And you guys started going. So we just kept going. Yeah. yeah, just kept going. And I walked in, I'm like, the fuck are you all doing? <laughs> Why are you ruining the party? Yeah, exactly. All right, boys and girls, uh, be sure to check out our Drip Shack as well if you'd like to help support the show. That's uh, link is on all of our social media. And until next week, at the football show to find that uh, link. Good night. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smells of a lord, but straight in shorts. Sam Graham, hey. Sam Graham. Get the fucking new button!